Welcome to Divine Discussions with Carly and Madison. Here you'll be learning ways to tap into your highest version of you, to create better habits, to find the inner goddess that's been hiding away. We are two passionate women who are borderline obsessed with self-development, with finding ways to live an abundant, fulfilling, purpose-filled life. By using our past mistakes and failures, fall-on-face moments, we help you learn from our experiences so you can better fast-track your way to living your life by design. We share topics like manifestation, self-development, mindset, habits, business, self-sabotage, time management, female entrepreneurship, quieting that inner mean girl, just to name a few. Stick with us if you want to tap into your truest potential and follow us for a real, raw, authentic, no BS approach on how to do life better. Attracting people like the female digital nomad looking to better her skills, the spiritual crystal hoarding gypsy who wants to better brand herself online, the stay-at-home mama who is trying to find her purpose again, the girl who is feeling stressed and can't seem to find the time to do it all. Or you are new to network marketing and need help with starting your business. You are not alone. We are here to help empower you, help inspire you, and remind you of your gifts and your power. We are your hosts. My name is Carly. I'm a Canadian girl living on a tiny-ass tropical island in Indonesia. I came from being an exhausted burnt out working two, three jobs at a time in hospitality to now working as a full-time wellness coach, network marketing professional, helping women from all around the world on how to run their business and life with heart and soul. Also a muralist, mentor, writer, blogger, digital nomad, from traveling to over 17 countries all around the world and finding any way to help other women feel as good as I do now with happiness, purpose, and legit waking up with excitement kind of life. And I'm Madison, another Canadian girl living in the lower mainland of Vancouver. I'm a coach, a mentor, and a professional network marketer. I'm a truth seeker, light worker, and a dreamer. I believe that every pain we go through is just a lesson in our expansive journey in this life. After experiencing trauma in my early 20s and embarking on an incredible yet terrifying healing journey, I wanted to find my purpose. Knowing I needed to help other women like myself in some way, I found passion in manifestation. I found alignment in network marketing. My purpose being to help as many women as I possibly can align with their own higher self and become financially independent. Join us every Wednesday at 9am and get to know us as we look forward to connecting and getting to know you. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Divine Discussions with Carly and Madison. This is Madison. Today, we are talking all things self-love. I absolutely love this topic for so many different reasons. First of all, all of us need to have more self-love in our life, period. Second of all, I think a lot of people don't even know where to start with self-love, and I personally have gone through such a huge journey with my self-love journey throughout the last, specifically throughout the last like four years, but you know, throughout your entire life, you do have your ups and your downs. Um, But Carly and I were just talking beforehand about something that I've been struggling with recently myself. Um, 
I was talking about how I just got a coach and she kind of just slapped me in the face because I'm talking to her about, you know, I'm having all these like blockages and I'm doing all this inner work and this and that. And she's like, okay, yeah, but like, have you done the self-love work? And I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe not. And then I think to myself, Carly and I are literally just about to talk about self-love. So all of this is synchronicities and yeah, I think it's just awesome. So I'm going to pass it over to you now, Carly, like let's get into it. Like what has your journey been with self-love and yeah, just take the floor. Yeah. And then I'm totally going to pass it back to you right after, because I want to know <laughs> way more about this. I'm like, yes. what's up for you and what's lacking um because yeah I would like to say that like you say that your self-love journey kind of started four years ago I think it's when you become aware of the lack of I guess yeah um right because for me my self-love journey for the it has been yeah I'd have to say yeah the past seven eight years of my life where I struggled remember at 18 19 where I didn't really respect myself too much I had a party girl phase Let's just say I drank too much alcohol. I partied a lot. <laughs> you know it. A lot of a lot of us can relate, um, and especially with like guys and relationships, I just didn't didn't respect myself. And it came to a point when I had to ask myself some questions of like my reality. It's just it's just what it's supposed to be like. And am I treating myself well? I used to say horrible things to myself. I used to have a bad eating disorder. I used to walk by a mirror and just like be in disgust. Like that was my rock bottom. Um, I didn't treat my relationship with food very well. So when you lack self-love, I find that it just can be, you just look at your life and you see where all the toxic things are. And it will always lead back to like, do I love myself enough? And if you do, I feel like if you fully really did truly truly love who you are and accept who you are um maybe you wouldn't be treating yourself or people this way um and yeah I've come (laughs) a long way and I've just yeah I don't know I've just have so many tips on like self-love and I think I'll start it by saying like I had to stop saying horrible things to myself and I had to start accepting my body for how it was and knowing that if this is the body I'm given, I better make it work and I better just love it unconditionally. And I had to go on my own journey for that. But definitely the language you speak, if you find yourself, your inner dialogue is really messed up or you wouldn't say that to your neighbor or your even worst enemy, then maybe you should flip the switch a bit. So that's kind of my first tip. But what about you, Madison? Like, where have you struggled with this before? Maybe even now? Um, And what has helped you in the past? Yeah. Okay, I love that you just said that about like the inner dialogue, first of all, and then I'm going to go a little deeper on my story about self-love. So um, basically, I've talked about this a lot in the past where I was dealing with a lot of trauma and I ended up gaining a lot of weight after um, a previous toxic relationship. And at that point in my life, that was like about um, almost four years ago now. Yeah, four years ago. And I was like, absolutely hated myself. Like you were saying, like, I would look at myself in the mirror and I was just disgusted. And oh my gosh, like just so, so mean to myself. And prior to that, I had never gained weight. I had always been very fit 
and um, had a little bit of an ego, you know, and this really put me in an ego check for one. And for two, I was just in the lowest spot I had ever been mentally and physically. And I was so, so mean to myself and to get myself out of there. I started with a simple affirmation. I would look at myself naked in the mirror and go, I love my body, even though I didn't. And it made me cringe, but I kept doing that. And I kept doing that, kept doing that until I felt better. And, you know, I did some self-love work at that time when I was going through all of that. Um, and then I got myself out of it. And like, you know, today I am very happy with my body. I've done a lot of work and, you know, I personally, before talking to this coach was like, yeah, I love pretty good in the self-love department. You know, I, you know, I do my affirmations every day and I go for my morning walks and I journal. Yeah, I got it. I'm pretty good. And then she kind of just smacked me in the face when she said that, because I've been feeling like, you know, blockages about getting to my goals. And I'm like, what, what is the, what is the disconnect here? I don't understand and she just goes, well, you know, how are you doing on that self-love department? And it just made me realize that I've been almost just doing the things that I think I'm supposed to do when it comes to self-love that, yeah, you should do and they help and they're great, but you have to, I think, dive even deeper and take that time to invest in yourself and your soul to actually take care of that inner self-love and truly truly love yourself first oh yeah it's like you're doing like the surface level stuff like the, mm -hmm. the surface level like oh but I'm doing this I'm like doing my journaling and I'm doing xyz because that's what all the people tell me to do that that equals self-love but then there's a gap in you going for your maybe your goals and or your dreams and there's a there's some form of like yeah disconnect or resistance because and this is speaking from my experience and maybe you can agree with this, but it ends up being like a lack of thinking you're worthy enough to have X, Y, and Z. Like, who am I, again, who am I to kind of get this? Who am I to charge this much for my course? Who am I to mm -hmm. go into business or start my own business or whatever? And it's like this subconscious and you talk about the subconscious mind all the time, Madison, like yeah. you're the queen of this. But again, it's easy to, to talk about and to, it's harder to take your own advice. And um, oh, right, it is. And same with me, like I can preach anything under the sun and I'm like, oh, Carly, Carly get it together. Like, you got to lead from the front, like lead with your feet. Um, but yeah, I think it ends up being a, a lack of, I think self-love and self-worth kind of go hand in hand, right? And if you don't think you're worthy enough of being successful, even if you say that you are, but maybe deep down there's something there, maybe from your past that's like, well, I've never really gotten it before, or maybe, I don't know, there's something, I know exactly what you're talking about. Is that kind of it for you, you think, subconsciously, maybe? Um, you know, I think, yeah, I think in a sense that I have this I also haven't spent enough time on my own my whole life when I like, you know, lived with my parents my whole life. And then when I moved out, moved out with a partner and then, you know, ended up having to move back with my parents and blah, 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 blah. I have not had any time really in my life to just internally go, 
and focus on me. Like, how do I treat myself? What, like, who is Madison, you know? And this last um, year of quarantine and stuff like that really kind of smacks you in the face and you have to do that work. And so I have been doing that work, you know, and all that kind of stuff to a sense. But yeah, it leads down to the worthiness. Do I feel worthy of X, Y, and Z? Do I feel worthy of this success? Do I feel worthy of love and all that stuff? And it does play out into my entire life as well. Like even with Sean, uh, I'm in a very good, amazing, healthy relationship and I totally don't feel like I'm worthy of it. Wow. All the time. So, oh, so unbelievably relatable. And I'm so glad that you're just like so courageous and incredible enough just to say that because some people can, it's so hard for them to admit that to themselves. It's just like a fear, but Madison, I have this too as well. Like this fear of like, I'm not actually going to get where I want to go in business or I'm not actually going to do this. Or it's just like a pipe dream or like these things that come into my mind sometimes I'm like, no, I am better than that. Like, why are they, why is this still here? Like, why is that voice still creeping in? Even though I, I think me and you have come so far and giving ourselves grace for that and like looking back on all that we've done and proven that we can do. I just think sometimes we don't think it's moving fast enough or mm. our relationships, right? It's just like, it's never, but again, like it's just crazy when you found this beautiful relationship with, with Sean and you know, he obviously treats you great. It's just reflect. And it's just on the past relationship where maybe you were never really treated the way you should. And then sometimes our comfort zone is in that toxicness or in that Mm -hmm. lack. So that when we find success or find a relationship that is good, we're not used to it. We're like, Oh, I don't know. Wait, is this real? No, I should be back there. It's like this weird comfort, stupid thing. Oh my God. (laughs) Am I right? You're so right. And then, you know, even you start to like do this little self-sabotage thing where you're like, oh, and you do this unconsciously. You don't realize you're doing it, but when you are in the personal development world and you are so aware and you do this work, you start to see yourself doing it while you're doing it. And you start like creating little problems that are so unnecessary. (laughs) You're like, why am I doing that? Oh, wait, because I fucking don't feel worthy right now. Oh my God. And you know, so not only in my relationship, do I find myself doing that? I find myself doing that in my business and my family relationships and all sorts of things where it plays out it, this, um, lack of self-worth, the lack of self-love creates you to create all these problems in these areas in your life that should be thriving. Mm-hmm. But because you are not feeling so amazing on the inside, you are just like making them, making problems where they don't exist. Yeah. Or you end up distracting yourself as well from mm-hmm. like what's actually yeah. what should be done. It's like you sabotage yourself by making these other issues to distract you from the task at hand, whatever that may be. But I don't know if you can agree with this. Just let's just like play this for a minute like in a relationship wise mm-hmm. um I think for me it was the same thing telling my boyfriend though and him being aware of like my lack vice versa with him what he was used to in his toxic past and having to learn together and to just be able to say it out loud like I it is a fear of mine and 
and communicating, I think is a big thing in a relationship and also being aware of your sabotage within like your business or what you're doing. So that um, I think I, I listened to this in another podcast actually. Um, and they said that your your subconscious mind is programmed to stay where it's at if that's what it's used to. So mm-hmm. if you even get a bit of success and you taste it a little bit, um, it's so common for people to sabotage to go maybe five steps back. Yeah. Because again, that's their comfort. That is what they're used to. That is what they think they're worthy of subconsciously. Um, but that's why it's just having to be aware of that moment of sabotage of knowing that it's not real, it's not true. And we create our reality and that we are worthy of being successful in money or love. And um, it's just about convincing yourself deeply enough um, and be aware too of, of that lack to move and project yourself forward into this life where people you see change their lives drastically. It's because they had the grit and the resilience to keep going um, because that's just, it's ingrained in us sometimes. It's a lot of work to get there. Um, and we all have setbacks every single one of us yeah totally and you know what like that being said I feel so blessed to have all these tools in my toolkit to realize and be able to see oh yeah this I'm doing this okay let's work on that but so many people don't have all these tools don't have all this personal development or you know knowledge with the subconscious mind NLP hypnotherapy stuff like that and it's like they don't even know they have these limiting beliefs, these limiting issues, or are creating these problems for themselves. So, you know, people that are like, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a little bit of understanding about personal development and stuff like that, maybe, or hopefully we are helping you with that, um, to be more aware because once you know better, you can do better. Yeah, exactly. Because I could tell you right now, I can remember the day that I realized what I, when I was sabotaging myself, cause I didn't know I wasn't aware. I, and I look back like, and I think I even listened to a podcast or something where I'm diving into some cool stuff about self-development I never did before because I was never taught this obviously in high school or in, in whatever. Um, and I read this thing about like, are you self-sabotaging yourself? And from then on, I educated myself on what it meant, looked and all the times that I thought maybe, oh my God, I totally am, or I totally did. And that's where the awareness comes in, right? Like you just said, when you know better, you do better. Because I started to realize my patterns, but I didn't know it before because I was in it, right? And I wasn't aware. I just kept doing the same crap. And then, but when you hit a point and you're like, why am I not moving forward enough? Why is, am I in this lack? Or why am I always broke? Or why am I always in this shitty relationship? it ends up just being um, a lack of awareness, right? But you need to hit those moments to educate yourself because I literally Google everything. I'm just like, am I self-sabotaging myself right now? And I'm like, and then I I can change, right? And then I'm like, okay, the next time it happens, which it does, it comes in, I'm more likely to combat it and do what I'm going to do anyways, even if it's scary, even if I want to sabotage it. Um, I'm now aware of my traits and that girl, that other side of me that comes in that I'm trying so hard or more like an acceptance that she's there, but like being louder than the sabotage. My dreams and goals and whys and all these things are bigger yeah. than my lack. I think that's what I, you have to crowd out the noise. And maybe mm. that's another tip that just came out for me. <laughs> yeah, totally. I love that. So let me ask you, if you take a moment and you can think to yourself about like, you know, if you 
were to realize, okay, I am in need of doing some self-love work right now. What is the first thing you would go and do? Mm. Honestly, okay. If I'm like having like a crap day or like I'm just looking back on all the times, um, I think I would have to like get into a state of some sort, like first, whether it was like, um, yeah, the, like even the little things like journaling out my thoughts that are like in my brain and like just brain dumping, because sometimes again, there's a lot of noise up there. And when I reread a lot of my journal entries and what came out, sometimes I was like, oh, that's kind of dark. And like some of the things that came out when I'm actually like in a really crap state now, my journal entries are, are so positive. <laughs> I would have to say, I'm, I annoy myself sometimes with how like positive I am, but I love it. Um, probably brain dump. Um, I think also like getting out in a state too, uh, if you're lacking self-love or self-worth, writing out a list. And again, it may be super like the surface level, but writing down a list of gratitude and like really feeling it because if I look around and see the beauty actually around me, it makes me feel like my life actually has like meaning and purpose. And that in a sense can lead back to self-love. Um, that was pretty good for me. And that's still part of my practices every day. Um, but kind of flipping the switch, like I said, on like being aware of like the language I speak to myself for the, the day, I suggest everyone does that for a good 24 hours or whatever um, mm -hmm. during the day. And then um, again, awareness is key. If you find that like you're saying negative things to yourself all day, then it's time to make a change. Mm -hmm. um, and it leads to how you have like the conversations you have daily um, with yourself, with other people, um, are you spewing negativity all day long? Are you complaining? I actually did this thing where I'm trying not to complain for the whole day. I don't care if it's cold outside. I don't care if it's this, that, even that. I just, I'm trying. It's And it's hard. <laughs> um, these all kind of lead back again. But again, I think it's mostly like becoming crazily aware of um, like accepting yourself and not comparing yourself to others. Um when I realized when I had like my eating disorder and when I was like very frustrated with how my body looked and I, I had a phase two where I gained a bunch of weight and I came home, I actually started to go to the gym. I actually started to take care of my body for instead of being lazy and stuff. Um, but also doing it out of love instead of I have to lose weight to look skinny. Mm -hmm. That was a big awareness for me as well of just like making the body I have its best. And what does that mean? you know, nourishing and learning these different words and language of nourishing and filling my cup up. And I don't know, these are just, there's so many pillars to it, but I just looked at aspects of my whole life and, and fixed one thing at a time. And it kind of started with the language, to be honest. Um, but yeah, what about you? Okay, well, I mean, I can say as soon as I <laughs> cut off that call, when she was like, what's going on there? First thing I did was meditated. I had to go be by myself and hold space for myself to understand the feelings that came up with that and allow myself to sit with those feelings, feel them and release them, try to release them, you know, maybe not fully release them, but, you know, <laughs> let it go. You're not going to, you're not going to you know, let everything go in one sitting is what I'm trying to get at. Um, and then journaled on that and, you know, journaled on how that made me feel, what came up for me, what did I learn from that? And, you know, 
what are some things that I can do differently moving forward? And how can I focus on myself now moving forward to better my connection to self and better my love for self? Um, and then as well, like I really love um, taking like baths. I know that's so no, it's you know, but like, it is such a moment where you can like, I always do a meditation in the bath as well. And I'll do like a goddess meditation or a like, whatever, something like that. And I'll bring all my crystals and <laughs> light some candles and whatever, and have that moment of just like divine feminine. And, you know, like that was something for me that I needed to do like right away, the meditation, have a bath, have that moment of just like, okay, what's going on with me? And then we can try to move forward and do some other things, create affirmations that make sense for what's going on specifically right now. Um, I think that's a big one, you know, because a lot of people use generic affirmations that are like not curated to what's going on in your life. And so it might help a little bit, but it's not really doing that inner deep work. And that's what I found I was doing, you know, like when I said I was doing the generic work where I felt like I was doing stuff, you know, in my routine. And it was so routine. I think that's the best way to describe it is we can get routined in our practices and we need to get specific as to what the heck is going on with us right now. Cause it's always changing. Always. Yeah. I know. But when you end up being like robotic about things, Mm-hmm. And then you end up kind of being on autopilot with that as well within your yeah. like, within your self-care routine. But then like you're doing it because you feel like you have to or yeah, you want to. But I feel like sometimes there could be some gaps there that we just are bypassing and just doing what we're supposed to. But I, I really wanted to say something. Uh, what did I? OK, yeah. When you were saying how um, having moments alone. I would have to say the biggest part about my last maybe 10 years has been I've traveled alone I've gone to crazy places around the world by myself that people told me not to do um, (laughs) (laughs) and I had moments where I'm like traveling alone I'm like wow I'm a girl and I'm alone okay this is kind of scary um but I always was fine everything was good but I've had a lot of time to reflect and be single I mean, you're very different, right? Like some people are like, as well, relationship people. Like I was scared of relationships a lot. Um, And I found myself alone too much where I got lonely sometimes. Mm. Um, And it was hard to be by myself, but then I got really addicted to being by myself. And then I couldn't really be with other people, which is this weird thing that I went through for a while. Um, But I would have to say that I think that played a role. Like my my quiet independence played a big role on my self-reflection and my self-love. And you know, you can create this for yourself if you are in a relationship, if you are surrounded by family, if, but sometimes people um, can't be alone. And that's where I know some people who have this like, or they're not used to it, right? I feel like with you, Madison, obviously you can be alone, but sometimes you just always kind of look around and you're always with people. There's always something happening. And that's great. Social life is really healthy, but those times in the quiet and meditation and being aware of your thoughts, not trying to necessarily quiet down your mind because that doesn't really work. It's more like the awareness of what pops in your brain and having those aha moments in that meditation, in your bath, having those self-care routines that fill up your cup, make you feel nourished. 
and those aha moments and then you like journaling on what came up these are the kind of things and practices um but really digging deep with yourself you know and being real and raw and honest and and being okay with being vulnerable vulnerable enough to say i need help or i'm not 100% i'm not always on my a game especially like us being in this world of self development we feel this pressure sometimes to always kind of have to be on it or like on social media yeah. when it's not real and like and to get a coach or to ask your friend being like you know i'm going for my business goals but like i feel really crap right now and i don't feel worthy enough to get there and i need some help asking for help too, I think is very underrated. Um, but yeah, being by yourself is like one of the best tips, to be honest. Totally. And you know what, to like go a little deeper on that too, like me personally, um, I was always the type of person that hated being alone. I did. I hated it. I remember like being in high school and if like my plans didn't work out or like for whatever reason, like I was supposed to go to this party and then I couldn't go or whatever, I would cry. I'd be like, oh my God, like, and I had like this terrible FOMO. I'm like, oh my God, they're all gonna like do this without me. And like, seriously, it was so bad. And then um, also like, yeah, just like that was it for a long time. And then I think, um, I think it was 2020 when like major pandemic hit and we couldn't go anywhere. I was forced to literally be by myself and experience being alone. Although I was trapped with family, I was also like locking myself away from them to just be alone. And that changed my life. Honestly, now where I'm at, like I love taking my time for, for myself and I will cancel plans and I will you know, be like, ah, you know what? I'd really rather just stay home and freaking meditate tonight. Like, <laughs> I don't want to read my book. And, you know, I always call myself like a grandma for that. But also it's that, that in itself is a self-love practice. Um, because if you don't do that, you're not filling up your cup and you're not, um, if you don't spend time by yourself, do you even know who you are? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Cause that's know. really where I was at. I didn't know who I was and that was scary. Wow. It's so cool to see this. We're so similar, but so different. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love it though. I love learning these things about you and stuff. And I don't know, it makes sense sometimes of like having these things when you grow up in a sense and you look back on all the things you've gone through and makes sense to maybe as to why you feel the way you do now and you know the, our patterns and again breaking them if we feel like it's necessary but yeah I don't know yeah just uh, and I think also those practices like what you say like when you have your bath and you do all those little things I find that like respecting your space and like the space around you where it's not maybe if you're let's just say you wake up and your room is messy or cluttered and you can't find anything and you're a hot mess and I think that in a, in a sense I used to be like that quite a bit I found that it might have been a bit of like a lack of self-respect or self-love because I didn't think I was worthy enough to have nice things to have like a beautiful space around me and like you know treat myself to certain things um having your joy menu, writing down a list of the things that you really love to do. And because again, if you're lacking self-love, self-worth, your um, kind of area is like a little bit messy or you don't ever treat yourself to anything. You just go to work, go home and then 
maybe complain with your coworkers and then you go to bed stressed and you wake up looking at your phone, you're in the scroll hole and you're comparing yourself to everybody else. And then, you know, you don't feel good. And then you maybe react and lash out to somebody, feel bad, think you're even worse of a person. You're late to something. These are all things I'm seeing that of like, that's sometimes people's routines. Mm -hmm. And then wonder why they're in this like state of lack and don't like themselves. It's just, it's just a recipe for disaster. So again, it's just kind of looking at your life and seeing what needs to be not even fixed. I don't think we're broken, but needs to be up-leveled in a sense um, because I needed to change all these little things about myself because I needed to know I was worthy and you are worthy. We all are. It's just, we need to figure out this brain and mindset thing. It all starts there. Totally. Totally. And I love how you said that, like what needs like, what needs a little extra love, you know, because we, we all have these things about us for a reason. They're all here to teach us lessons so that we can grow into the person we're supposed to be. These things about yourself, the things that you don't feel good about or upset you or you're struggling with, it's there to teach you something. And once you acknowledge that and you do do the do the inner work on it, you are going to grow into a better version of yourself. And we're always going to have these things, no matter what, you could be the most successful person in the world or be in the best relationship or have everything, whatever it is, and still have this inner work that you're going to have to do this, maybe lack of something or fear of something, whatever. And you're going to have to work on it. It's just like, the way of the world it's the laws of the universe you're never in the perfect state ever yeah well that's the whole point or else life would be friggin' boring if you didn't have work to do <laughs> growth growth growing lessons if we don't have them then you know we're not living i and i think that if we don't see the less i love when you said i love what you said that of like the lessons in in the things like whatever you're going through right now madison with like what your coach said it's like this is just a level where you have to get through and to broke up, break open to the next where again, I'm sure we all find like, I don't know, more things you need to learn about yourself to get through. But when I started to see kind of like quote unquote, the crappy things that were happening to me, um, instead of thinking, oh, the world is out to get me, people suck, everyone just, you know, has, I, they have it way better than I do in this victim state. Again, it's like this crappy, low level, low vibrational state. And uh, again, snapping yourself out of there and being like, I'm not special, right? We all have problems. It's how we end up reacting to things or non-reacting to things and how we actually deal with our problems and seeing it as, you know, I can fix this or what is it, solution mode. I I actually had to catch myself now. Um, I have to do this on a daily basis to be like, Carly, don't react to this if you can't control it and be a better person. And like trying to just be a better human in general and knowing that life happens for me, you know? Um, yeah, it's again, in the victim state, it helps a lot if you're lacking self-love, maybe you're pointing your finger and blaming the world. Totally. And I think you're so right, you know? So I think, I don't, I don't know, I guess it is probably majority of people. I was really not wanting to say majority of people there, yeah. but a lot of people are in that state that you just explained, you know, um, complaining, complaining, upset about all these things that are happening, quote unquote, to them. 
and they can't they're blocking themselves from seeing the beauty inside themselves and the beauty in life and one of the easiest ways to get out of that state if you are in that state is gratitude just writing down three things that you're grateful for that day instead of complaining about it you know it's it's Mm -hmm. it's sad to see but it it's a state that a lot of people get in and can get in really quickly without realizing it well it's so easy to I find life is so crazy and silly sometimes in in this way where don't you find it can be so easy to be negative so easy for your brain to jump to the panic mode the reactive mode the just the crap state when it takes discipline and hard work to get into a positive mind frame actually write out your gratitude list in the same way let's just say trying to get fit at the gym. It's so easy to gain weight in like a few days or if you eat a bunch of crappy food and then it takes so long sometimes to lose the weight, to get in the good fit state. And I think that's kind of the duality of life, you know, that's what how this world works. Like the harder and more disciplined you are sometimes, the better life and quality of life you'll have. The more lazy you are, maybe like in the victim state, the harder your life will be, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think, I'd rather put in the work to find the gratitude but feel it like sometimes I don't even write it down and I just kind of say it in my brain or out loud of just like man you know I'm really grateful for my family like I'm really grateful that I'm healthy right now and I made it okay over to Canada like I'm really grateful for my boyfriend this is what I do and I like have this thing in my brain now but again I programmed myself to be that way because I've never I've never did that before um and it just takes it just takes work. And same with again, it's a reflection on the self-love and awareness you have for yourself. You have to put in this work to do, yeah, just to have a better quality of life, or or you will, your brain will automatically go into like survival and go into this state of of just negativity. It just unfortunately, it's just kind of how we are, and you gotta figure out a way around it, <laughs> you know. Totally. Absolutely. You're right. It'll just go into survival and that's when you get into self-sabotage and all this stuff. And it all stems from the self-love. That's why, you know, this is so important. Self-love can literally change your entire life. You'll see the domino effect of all the areas of your life start to blossom when you can basically water yourself. Yeah. And then you bloom and then life feels a little bit sweeter, you know? The sun is like, shining. The tank is clean. <laughs> yeah, it's good. This is great. Honestly, like I think I've, I've said everything I wanted to say. I just think I'm very proud of the both of us mm-hmm. and I'm proud of you. And I know that you're going to get through obviously anything and everything you put your mind to Madison, you do. And like, again, you're aware of it. And I'm just, I'm just so proud of you. And I can't wait to see you blossom and bloom. And we all got to go through some shit to, to come out of it on the other end, feeling way better and seeing it just as a lesson so that we can grow together. Oh, I love you. Amen to that, sister. Preach it. <laughs> all right, my loves. Well, I'd say we will leave it at that. And we will see you in the next episode.